In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. I am Ron Colick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and perhaps the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, my co-host, all the way from East Bridgewater, wherever the hell that is, the star of East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, the face-painting nut, and Carrigan. Oh, well, good evening to you, too. What happened to the Blonde Bombshell? Oh, I can add that if you want. Thanks. <laughs> I, I thought you getting a little, you look a little haggard lately. So. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, it must Thank be all that face painting, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's my zombie for the week, yep. Yeah, for okay. those who don't know what we're talking about, she uh, actually she, Anne does this face painting stuff, which is pretty creepy. I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, and I give her credit because it doesn't look easy to do, but it's freaking creepy as hell. And uh, thank you. This week she was um, a zombie or something or other. Yes. Yep. Yep. Big old messy yucky zombie. Love it. Mm. Love it. Wait till you see the zombie. Oh, I'm going to do a zombie Saturday night. That'll be up on Monday morning. Are <laughs> you really? Yes, that's great. I'm going to have hanging skin and gooey-looking wounds and everything. It's really what? going to be, I'm going to get all these special effects hanging on it. Hanging skin? Oh, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you say. What are you, what are you doing? Are you just going to, you're just going to go as you? Go as me? What do you mean? You're going to scare everybody naturally? Uh, yeah, keep it up, keep it up. I'll be finding another co-host. Hey, you said I was looking haggard, you know. Actually, I'm running out of co-hosts, so I don't know what to say. That's right. You be SOL, buddy. So we got, uh, we've got a, uh, can we say got? Is got a word? I don't even know if got's a word. Got? Is got a word? G-O-T? We got? have, would be much better, I think. Yes. We okay. have a great show for you tonight, because, uh, why? Oh. You want me to tell them? Yeah, because I have no clue. <laughs> Tonight we have our very special guest, especially for Halloween, Penny Dreadful. Oh, oh Penny Dreadfuls. Penny Dreadful Chilling the, Shockers. The, not the Penny Dreadful. The Penny Dreadful. I can't even say it, but not her. <laughs> She's not Dreadful Penny. She's Penny Dreadful. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Don't screw it up. Again. 
<laughs> so, anyways, I, I know we do have a, a lot of segments uh, to deal with tonight because yeah. we we have a new edition of your uh, cemetery uh, whatever tripping. What? cemetery tripping. Oh yeah, cemetery tripping. Tripping, you trip over yeah. the gravestones, right? And I think we have another of those beyond bizarreinos. Ooh, good. I like those. And we have a Halloween song for everybody as well. All right. So, what do you think? I like it. All right. So, why don't we start off with one of those beyond bizarre things, if he's got it cute or not, but we'll find out in about two seconds. One. Oh, he's right on. Premature Burial. Lurid stories from the 17th and 18th centuries were spread in the popular press about premature burial. Some of these tales were spread by well-meaning doctors. For example, post-mortem reports described corpses with their fingers chewed off, a sign, some doctors said, that the corpse awoke and was panicked and hungry enough to chew its own extremities. In reality, most or all of the cases were actually the result of rodent infestation. However, there was good reason for people to be terrified of being buried alive. Physicians and medical professionals were not all particularly skilled at telling the difference between dead and unconscious, and burials happened so fast due to the heat in some places and the absence of preserving chemicals that it was not unheard of for a person to wake up underground. John Bateson was an inventor with a paranoia about this very situation, and so he came up with the Bateson Revival Device, a small church bell attached to the lid of the coffin and connected to a cord strapped to the deceased's hand. The idea was, if you woke up in a coffin, you could ring the bell until somebody rescued you. Because his fears were shared by hundreds of people, Bateson was made wealthy with the device. A terrifying tidbit from Varla Ventura's Book of the Bazaar, available now wherever books are sold. That was great. You know, that's actually that's actually where they got the uh, the graveyard shifting because uh, people used to hang out in cemeteries and uh, listen for bells. Ah, I was just going to say that. Well, how would anybody hear the bell unless someone was sitting there? No, right? that's All what right. they hit. That's where they graveyard. got the graveyard shift. That's neat. And that's, that's uh, one of the beyond bizarre facts in my new book, Goes Today. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh huh. It's funny because my sister in law Maggie, who lives in Virginia Beach, just funny ha ha, funny peculiar. No, funny ha ha. Oh, okay. But she just sent me an article about, um, I guess, Colonial Williamsburg has a house where the uh, parents thought the daughter had died of a broken heart and buried her, you know, put her in the ground. And apparently she woke up when the grave diggers came and chopped off three of her fingers so they could get her rings off and woke up from shock scared the hell out of the grave robbers. They ran off. She dragged herself home and was scratching at the door in the middle of a uh How could she scratch if you had no fingers? I know. Well, she must have scratched with her other hand. Okay. I don't know. And no one heard her because it was a raging storm outside, and yeah, she died on the step. So they had to bury her again. Oh. So, yeah, she needed a bell. She needed something. Good stiff drink, probably. <laughs> Uh, 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 oh, somebody in the chat room just said, "Isn't that where Saved by the Bell came from?" It could be. Uh, <laughs> so, so is 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 a zombie a good stiff drink? I think it is. Mm-hmm. I'll have to try it. That'll be there you a go. Halloween drink. Her name wasn't Mary, was it? Because that could be Bloody Mary. 
new. <laughs> okay, this is a bad enough of the bad puns. Let's bring on our guest, who is yes. the the star of Scream, Scream, and Scream, Penny Dreadful. And Penny, are you hello. Uh, oh, hello oh. there. Hi. Dude, how you are scared you? the hell out of me. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I do. It's my job, you know. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> sorry Hi, about Penny. that. Hi, how are you, Anne? I am wonderful. How are you? He- I'm excellent. You're excellent. I am, absolutely. I know. Oh, oh, guru! Oh, dear. Oh, I'm terribly sorry about that. I, I had a, a jar of a, a hundred newts, and, and guru just knocked the entire thing over. My, my werewolf companion, yeah, he's very clumsy. He just ran out the door. He's terrified. <laughs> but now I have to gather all these newts. I'm, I'm terribly sorry about that. Forgive me. Oh. Uh. That must be a nuisance. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hire you as a writer. Ooh, good one, Ron. A nuisance. I like that. Mm. Oh, so, oh. so, Penny, why, why don't you tell tell us a little bit about you for all these idiot biz- listeners that don't know about you? Oh dear. Well, uh, did I say I, that? Uh, oh my God. Well, uh, what what is that all about? That that strange sounds that emanate from the from the deep. No. Terror. Well, uh, I'm a, a television horror host, and I show uh, old classic horror films on television and, and some not-so-classic films. I show uh, movies like The Brain That Wouldn't Die and Horror Hotel and uh, things of, of that sort. Uh, and they've done that. You're right. You're the, 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 you know, the, the fun, fun uh, B-movies and uh, spooky mm-hmm. movies. And uh, it's uh, sort of in the style of uh, Elvira and Vampira and Zachary. I don't know if you're familiar with all those uh, crazy folks, but they, uh, for, for many years, uh, there have been horror hosts on local television. And that's something that's sort of uh, diminished over the years. So uh, on, uh, on my program, Shilling Shockers, I, I sort of uh, try to bring that back and do, uh, you know, sort of the adventures, wacky misadventures, spooky antics in between. Uh, I'm on the show. Uh, I'm a 700-year-old witch. I've been doing the, the witch thing for about 700 years, but I've only been doing the horror host thing for, for a couple of decades, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but well, like Anne. She's been a witch for about 700 years. Oh. Oh, that's oh, nice. I think there's going to be an extra newt in, uh, in the studio soon. There's yeah. going to be a newt in his zombie. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, how did you ever... I mean, I know you were a witch for 700 years, but how did you ever get into hosting horror movies? And by the way, wait a minute. Do we have scantily dressed women in these horror, horror movies, by the way? Mm-hmm. Oh, so sometimes. Well, you know, we try We try to... Uh, you know, we, we do have... Uh, uh, standards and practices here, so we have, we can't show uh, you know all the all that stuff. That's what DVDs are for, you know. But, uh, uh, that's 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 what the pay per view is for. But we we uh-huh. do have uh, we do uh, you know we we show some some films from the seventies, but we never show we don't show any nudity or anything like that. It's uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know we have a lot of kids who watch the show on uh, on Saturday mornings too. Some of the stations air us early, so really right right yeah. yeah. We we air actually uh, pennies. Chilling Shockers on East Bridgewater Community Television. Say that and, three times fast. Yeah, uh, it's hard. It's really long. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we've had uh, we've had Penny's movies. Oh, probably at least three, maybe four years. I'm not sure. But um, 
It's been a while. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time, but um, yeah. I think they're you, fun. You, you, you were the one who made that happen, as I recall, Anne. You, uh, you, you've got the ball rolling, so we I appreciate did. that. Yes. I okay. did. I sponsored yes. them because they're That's right up right. my alley. <laughs> marvelous, marvelous. Yes. So, and we, of course, we have Guru on the show, who is the werewolf. You know, he's, uh, he doesn't speak very well. He uh, speaks in snarls and growls and that sort of thing. He sounds a, sounds a bit like Scooby-Doo, if you remember him. <laughs> he has a bit of that going on. Uh, he and, probably uh, sounds like me in the morning, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we have him, and we have uh, Dr. Manfred von Bülow, who's a sort of a cranky Van Helsing type of character who lives Ooh. next door. He's uh, he's he's a crabby old man, and he he likes to watch Matlock and the Golden Girls. But every once in a while, he'll break out the wooden stakes and uh, get into the action again. Uh, but... <laughs> oh, a man, a crabby old man, a man after Ron's heart, right? Oh, oh, Van Helsing. That's right. That's right. That's right. There you go. Oh, you and Dr. Von Bülow, I think you should start a Vampire Hunters Club. (laughs) I think. The Retired Vampire Hunters Club. (laughs) Perfect. Mm, No question. So, so, Penny, you have been doing this for like a million years, right? Well, we've only been on uh, television. The sig- we only got the signal to work. See, I have a black magic transmitter that sends out the, the signal for the uh-huh, show, uh-huh. and we've only got th- gotten that to work in the last uh, five years. So we've been actually been uh, broadcasting the show on television for five years now. We started in uh, January of 2006 airing the show, and uh, we are just about to start our next season uh, of episodes. So we've been on television for about five years now. But I'll tell you how, how it all got started, you see. It was a, it was a, it's a tale of woe, and I'm, I'm sort of embarrassed to tell you about it, but I will, because, uh, because you know, uh, I, 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 I like to relive the old days. Because I'm 700 years old, and sometimes my memory starts to go, so sometimes I have to remind myself of what happened, you see. So... Uh, many years ago, uh, I'd say about, around about 1931-1932, I got it in my head that I wanted to be uh, a horror film star. You see, I, Bella Lugosi had done quite well. Boris Karloff was doing quite well. Universal was cranking out these pictures. You see, and I said, well, there are no female horror stars. You know, uh, Elsa Lanchester did the Bride of Frankenstein bit, but then we never saw her in any of the other Universal films. I said, well, how about that? It's, I think I, I think I fit the bill. So I decided to cast a spell to make myself the next big horror star. Unfortunately, things didn't go as planned. You see, I, I, had, a, I had a little drink or two, or 11 or 12, and uh, my, my spell backfired, you see, and I wound up becoming, instead of a horror film star, I wound up becoming a horror film host instead. So now, so now I'm hosting these horror films on television. It was a backfired spell, but I've grown to enjoy it quite a bit. You know, I, I've actually broken the spell recently, but I, I continue to do it just out of, just for fun. And that's, that's actually how it all got started, because, you know, what, what else am I going to do? You know, it's a 700-year-old witch hanging around. I mean, it's, you know, what am I going to make somebody's cow's milk go sour? I there's no, there's no money in that. There's no money in horror hosting either. But, uh, <laughs> but it's more fun showing showing Vincent Price movies than than uh, ruining crops and that sort of thing. So. <laughs> and it's it's funny because so many of these movies that you show show the stars in their very very young acting days. That's right. Yes, so, we did. Sh- we showed a movie with Brooke Shields in it once, and she was about 16 years old. I think it was called Alice, Sweet Alice. It's a really uh, weird movie from the 70s, and uh, it was Brooke Shields was in that episode. So how old is Brooke Shields now? I don't even remember. I thought she I think was. she's a little older than I am, I think. Mm. <laughs> I, I think so, yes. 
800? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something she, like she, that. She lives in L.A., so they all they all stay young forever. Yeah, like who doesn't live in L.A., you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they have really, really good spells out there, I guess. Yes, right, yes, yes. <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Doctor, well, it, it ain't helping their economy at all, is it? No, apparently not. No, they they need to get a maybe. The Arnold Schwarzenegger needs to cast a spell over the over <laughs> California to improve the economy. But anyway, I, but, I heard they're putting the stain on eBay. Anyways, Evil Day. <laughs> oh, wonderful, Evil Day. <laughs> Sweet. Um, oh, okay, this is so funny. Uh, but anyways, um, we do have a contest going on, and we should probably mention that, shouldn't we? Oh, no, we do. Yes. So, do. so what's the deal? Well, uh, the uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page has been encouraging uh, people today to write on our page and tell us what their favorite, all-time favorite um, horror movies are. Really? Yes, yes. And so far, we have quite a few different entries, although I have to say mine first, which my all-time favorite is uh, definitely The Haunting. Sorry, uh, uh, members of the cast in uh, the station are not eligible to win prizes. Oh, well, that's just not fair. <laughs> what a bummer. That's a great movie, too, The Haunting. Oh, it's awesome. Yes. With uh, Yeah, it's Julie Harris mm-hmm. in her very young days. Yes, uh, yes. But that was a great one. So other votes we have are for Erica has voted for The Exorcist. and. Uh-huh. The Exorcist. Exorcist. The who? That's a rock group. I know. (laughs) I do. Uh, Tammy has voted for Psycho from Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, you know what, Psycho? When we first got married, right, which was back in 1972. (laughs) And that just made that 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 (laughs) pop in your head, Ron? Well, yeah, there's there's a whole thing. See, my my wife and I saw that movie together, and she refused to shower alone in the apartment if I was there. (laughs) If you were there? If I was If you were at the home, it was fine, but you were... (laughs) Oh. There, there are a lot that happened to a lot of people, from what I understand. Alfred Hitchcock put put that fear into a lot of people. I, so so what's the Jaws thing? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Shower phobia. Yes, that's right. Guru um, still refuses. Yep, I even showered since. <laughs> and let's see. I know, I know uh, Anne hasn't. Oh, you're just really mean to me tonight. Wow. All right. <laughs> Stop picking on me, Varla Ventura, our own Beyond Bazaar. Oh, I love Viola. Viola, yeah, I love you, girl. You just love her voice, her sexy I voice. I do. Uh, if I was married voted... and all that stuff and was better looking and had money, I'm sure she would marry me. Mm, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, she voted for The Shining, which is really? actually, that would be probably my second place choice mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. The Haunting. Um, and our friend Dickie Hale has voted for The Fog. Mm-hmm. Right? Stephen King, right? Yeah. So, uh, Penny, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Oh, gosh, that, that's like asking me what my favorite color of M&M is. I like them all, <laughs> you know, so I, I, it's hard to pick. I, I think if I, if, I were, uh, if I had to pick, I probably would pick The Wolfman because I, it's a classic film, mm-hmm. spooky with a, and a tragic, too. You Did know? you marry him, too? Yeah, I married him, too, so I, I kind of yeah. have to say that, you know. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, so, but uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good one. I like that one. And uh, there's, there's so many, though. Uh, there are so many films that, are, that, I, that I love that it's hard to pick a favorite. Was that the one, uh, The Wolf's Den, was that Michael Landon? Right. It was uh, Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, oh Chaney yes, Jr. the real one, not, not yeah. these rip-off ones. Not the rip-off no. ones. No, no, yeah, it's just the, ori- the original one. He's such, a, he's such a tragic character. You know, you feel bad for, for him, and he's cursed with this, uh, like, lycanthropy, he turns into a werewolf. It's a, it's a good, one of the universal classics. I like that one, but I like them all, you know, all the universal and the Hammer films and all. What uh, about Frankie? Good. Poor Frankie was Oh, I love Frankie. You know, if, yeah. you had asked, if you had asked me uh, yesterday, I might have said Frankenstein. That, that might, one might be, uh, might be right up there with the, with the Wolfman. I love Frankenstein, too. Great film. Mm. So anybody, anybody wants to join us, by the way, and, and get in on this conversation, let us know what their favorite movie is, and you automatically uh, entered into our wonderful prize package giveaway doohickey thingy. Uh, they can call 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or you can join us live in the Tojinet chat room. You can tell us what you think there, and uh, also go to our page, which is what, Ian? On Facebook? No, on the freaking moon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's our page on Facebook is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Ooh. Do a little search and we'll jump right out at you. And, and if you like it, you, you can vote and, yes. and, and join in on this wonderful contest we're having as well. That's right. It's not too late. I have all the entries in my little, my little bucket here. You have a bucket? I I do. Well, it's I, actually, I thought you call it a cauldron. A bucket of blood. <laughs> there you go, a cauldron. I like that. It's actually a little bowl, but my cauldron's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, bowl of, in it. a bowl of horror. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. So, so what, what, what is uh, the wolf, wolfy guy's uh, name there, your, your partner there? It's Garu. Garu. Garu, the is, werewolf. Is that because he never Garu up? Yeah, well, ooh, I like that. I like that. I always thought it was because he was groovy. That's what oh, that's my go. friend that the bone jangler so. says. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yes, he's groovy. Yeah, we have all the bad puns here on Ghost Chronicles. I, I like generation. that. Yeah, wow, this is like a home away from home. <laughs> you know. So, really so is. what is Garoui's, uh, Garoui, whatever his name is, uh, favorite? Can he back it out for us and let us know? Or oh, he's 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 actually still uh, hiding out in the woods, <laughs> but uh, I th- I think he'd probably echo my sentiment of the Wolfman. He might. He I don't really? know. I think so. I think he would. Yes, he's a well, you know, big surprise there. Uh, I know he also likes Curse of the Werewolf with Oliver Reed, the, the Hammer film from the uh-huh. '60s. That's a good one too. Uh, that's a, a, a color werewolf uh, film. Very very good movie. Uh, very. Yes. I think one of my favorites is Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness with Bruce Campbell. Oh, you've got to love that. That's that's mm-hmm. a fun one, sure. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard of that one. What? No. You should yep. get out more often. Now, did you I, just watch the Evil Dead? The, the Evil Dead one and two, the, the first ones before Army of Darkness. That's those are good too, especially the second one. If you like Army of Darkness, you'll really like Evil Dead too because it's I think the I same. I saw that. I'm pretty sure, but I don't think yep. it was. I saw Alien something or other, which was kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead was interesting. Oh, that's a fun one. Sure, yeah. That was uh, zombie zombies, right? Shaun of the a, Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it's comedy. Yeah, yeah. Comedy. Good stuff. It's, yeah. it's a funny, funny movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what I like. I like the comedy. Uh, yeah, stuff. see, we can't we can't afford to show those kinds of movies on my show. No, see, no, we, no. we don't we don't have we can't afford the rights to 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 actually show 
those movies, but we can show uh, public domain films, which uh, 90% of which are uh, sort of B-movie type type films, and then there's maybe the 10% that's uh, really really good movies. So. Mm-hmm. So. so how how did you get into this whole um, finding the movies? I mean, um, did you just kind of stumble across them? How did you start finding... Why was she drinking? All your... <laughs> I was drinking the Hemlock Brew she, that she, night. That's what yeah. it was. No, I, I mean, I love those films. You know, even the B, like I said, now, even the B-movies, like I just mentioned, I love those those movies, too. I've always been a fan of those films. So uh, I just I did some, did some uh, research. I looked into my scrying mirror, and I looked, and I mm-hmm. found that there were all these films that uh, did not have... Uh, that had fallen out of copyright. Uh, things like uh, A Bucket of Blood, Blood and uh, you know that, that don't uh, no longer have a copyright, but are, are held uh, in uh, you know uh, fa- looked upon fondly by by horror fans and by uh, sci-fi fans and film fans that that like these films. And uh, th- I found out there were uh, several other horror hosts around the country doing this on, on their shows, showing uh, showing public domain films. And uh, and through a website called the Horror Host Underground, which unfortunately no longer exists, but there was a website called the Horror Host Underground that had all the list of the public domain horror films. And I said, wow, this is fantastic that all these films are, are available for showing and you don't have to pay the rights for these films. And fortunately, our director uh, works in a job where she ha- actually has access to archives of films. She, they, they have a film archive where she works, so we were able to pull uh, a lot of the films we show from that. And that's that's where we actually get most of our films. Uh, and uh, subsequently, even though the Horror Host Underground uh, site is no longer uh, around, uh, there are still a lot of horror hosts around. And you can find out all about them at the Horror Host Graveyard website, uh, which sort of uh, every day, uh, Corpse Chris puts up a different video of different horror hosts or information about different horror hosts. So it's a fun website. Mm. Oh, hey, and can they can they post things on our website? Uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation on Facebook. Yes. Is that how we? Or do they send messages? How do people tell us what their thing is? They just write on our wall. They can leave a comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to hear from our fans, don't you? Actually, somebody in the uh, chat room uh, said Evil Dead. Evil Dead, yes, right, yes, wonderful, wonderful, especially Evil Dead 2. That, that one is Grad of the Three, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, and Evil Dead 2. That, that one is my favorite. Bruce Campbell is hilarious. He's just fantastic. The effects in that movie are just a lot of fun. And uh, like I said earlier, if you liked Army of Darkness, you'll, I think you'll really like Evil Dead Part 2. Uh, it's the, what happens before Army of Darkness. I would definitely check that out. It, it leads into Army of Darkness. So, uh-huh. yeah. We actually have uh, uh, somebody in the chat room, the Tojinet chat room, uh, has a question for you. It says, ask Penny if she ever saw the man with x-ray eyes, and how did it end? Oh, oh I, I, you, you know what? We've got to take yeah. a break. You're going to have to hold on to that. <laughs> you are listening to Ghost Chronicles, the next generation with Ann Carrigan. And Ron Kolick, our very special guest, is Penny Dreadful. And we'll be right back after all these cool messages on TojiNet, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Welcome to TojiNet, radio with a cutting edge. The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. 
Now, this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official classic hits countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Everything you heard about witches is true. Halloween is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places and spirits walk among us. The witches of Salem, Massachusetts, honor this time with Festival of the Dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and strange rituals. Founded by Salem witches, Sean Poirier and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests who step through the veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com. Happy Halloween! <laughs> Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles. Next that was my God, it sounded just like my grandmother. That just brought back such a just fond, warm memories of grandma. <laughs> Gosh, thank you for playing that. Yeah, except it's a guy. That's all right. Was your grandmother a guy? What? It was a guy. I don't know. Wow, geez, I, I don't know if I, my world, you never know. That's Christian so. Day. Oh, really? Oh, All right. From Salem, the witch. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Uh, my, maybe, maybe it was my grandfather then. Uh, my, my, my grandfather did have a high-pitched voice, so who knows? Well, I mean, unless, but, she had a, unless she had a sex change, I don't know. It could have happened. It's, it's possible. You know, the dreadful family line has, has many secrets that we, 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 uh, you know, we, don't, we don't talk about, but you never know what happened in the past in the dreadful family line. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I will say, the man with the x-ray eyes, it's been a really long time since I've seen that. I think it was, it might have been, I don't know if it was on Creature Double Feature back in the day. It's been a long time, but I do remember at the end... I think he was seeing things like that from that he couldn't handle or something like from uh, I don't know if he could he was seeing like God or something in, in space or the the universe or something in the, and oh, yeah. uh, he he blinded himself I think he couldn't handle it and then he just blinded himself I, I, it's been so long but I I do, do think that's how it ended but I'm not sure so the, the member in your chat room might correct me there if I'm wrong about that but <laughs> they're gone oh well that they, we they didn't wait it. long they didn't really want to know that I guess. Somebody says, no way that that is Christian, and I can tell you unequivocally that is Christian. So, (laughs) if you don't like it, too bad. It is Christian. (laughs) But, anyway, so, oh yeah, so Ian said, how did it end? Was it ended? Okay, so that's done. Anyway. um, (laughs) I've never seen it, so I don't know how it ends. I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Oh, he took off his glasses and his eyes were missing. I'm so informed. All right. Okay. From the chat. Took off his eyes. All right. Okay. <laughs> so who is the really scariest um, guy, like, in horror movies? Is it is it John Carpenter? Is that the guy who does the really terrifying movies, or am I wrong? Oh, I like John Carpenter. He he did The Thing. Remember The Thing? The Thing? Yeah. Oh, that was, that was great. Yeah, in the, the remake of the, the remake of The Thing. Yes. Yeah, that was a, that was actually a remake. The thing, the one that came yeah. out in the. 70s, you know what thing I'm talking about, right? 
the 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 original one from the 1950s, right? Oh, I love that one. That was really yeah. a cool movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the so plant man, as we'd like to say. Penny, in your travels, your Ooh. your witchly travels, do you dabble in the? I know you are a witch, but I mean, do you dabble in the paranormal at all? Do you do you get into that uh, in some of the places that you go? Oh, sure. I mean, I cause a lot of paranormal phenomena to happen. <laughs> uh, you know, but. Uh, uh, I mean, a lot of that is my fault, uh, but and I'm sorry about that. But uh, but I do uh, I do I do enjoy uh, reading about that that sort of thing. Uh, I enjoy the books about the paranormal and watching uh, watching shows about it. Uh, a big fan of of that sort of thing. Uh, Spooky South South Coast, and uh, right. uh, I listen to the to their show, uh, and I've been been on their show. I'm friends with those guys, and they they do a, they also do a show about uh, hauntings and paranormal stuff, and also. Um, uh, you know, uh, always, always have had an interest in that cryptozoology and ghosts and demonology and uh, learning about uh, about historical things. Particularly in New England, we've had so much happen here. In New England, I like to refer to as the Transylvania of the United States because it's just <laughs> been so many strange things have happened uh, here over the years, and it just it, all, it always amazes me when I when I hear about these these sorts of things. Uh, but it is uh, it is something I have an interest in, definitely. Now, do you ever uh, you ever travel up to Salem at all? Oh yes, I, okay. I go up there quite regularly. Yes, I know uh, one one great place up there. A friend of mine, James uh, Lurgio, runs uh, Count Orlock's Nightmare. Oh, Count Orlock's! I love Count Orlock's. Oh, isn't that fantastic? It's yes, a great, we, great we, place. We, Maureen and I uh, did one of our shows from there. In fact, it's on iTunes if you want to listen to it. But, uh, yeah, Maureen actually picked up a lot because a lot of the uh, the things in there are, are um, what are they called, um, you know, like body casts, face casts, mask casts, whatever, masks and stuff. Right. So they actually have some of the cells of the people and blah, blah, blah. It's pretty weird. You yeah. could actually pick up some weird. We had wow. some cool things happen there. It's a neat place. That's strange. Wow, interesting. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yes, it's, um, it is a cool place, definitely. It sounds a little scary. It has cells. Was it, what, what do they do there? Explain this to me. I it's, a, they, it's like a museum. It's where a museum. They have sculptures, full-size life sculptures of monsters from, from films. So they have, uh, you know, all through the history of films, they have Dracula and they have, uh, you know, they have the, the demon from Legend and they have the girl from The Exorcist and they have uh, all kinds of stuff. One of Christopher Lee is Dracula. And uh, and then they also have life masks of the, the actors, some of the famous horror actors like Vincent Price, Peter Lorre, you know, some of, some of those things where they actually made a, a mask of their face and that comes in. I think what Ron was saying is there might be cells in there from because they actually made the life mask right from their face. Wow! Exactly. Oh, I see. Okay. You could could you actually hear the voices of the actors on the tape? Is that what you mean? Or oh, there was a lot of weird stuff going on. That's for sure. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it's it's free to download on iTunes, Ghost Chronicles, and uh, I forget what episode it is, but it's it's on there. And yeah, we broadcast live in there. We had uh, I think a Sandra Power was uh, our guest. She was one of the witches. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fun place. It's definitely worth it. Worth a visit if you're up in Salem. If you like uh, if you like classic horror, it's uh, it's a fun place to visit. Somebody said the Pit and the Penlin. That's a good one. Oh, that's a fantastic one. Vincent Price and Barbara Steele. Yeah, Roger Corman film from the 1960s. I love those films. Those are, those are some of my favorites too. 
the Edgar Allan Poe uh, stories that they they did for movies like The Mask of the Red Death and all those. Telltale Heart. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of, one of the ones that I know um, that I distinctly remember from your series, Penny, is the um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was early Vincent Price and. They had the people, you know, staying the requisite night in the house, and they locked the doors, and then ended up getting thrown in the pit of acid in the the basement. Oh, sure, house on Haunted Hill. That was, yes, yes, right. Yep. yep. And was, we, we that, oh, that was such a fun fun movie. Definitely. That was funny. <laughs> we actually visited a lot of uh, a lot of the haunted locations in that episode. We went to uh, uh, we shot outside Belcourt Castle. And we went to Benefit Street in Providence and uh, talked a little bit about some of the haunted activity that happens there. And we went over to the Millicent Library in Fairhaven, Massachusetts, and talked a little bit about that. So we did a little bit of a uh, little bit of ghost uh, ghost hopping in that episode to sort of fit in with the film because it's a house on haunted hills. So we're talking about ghosts in that episode. Right. That ghost was a- girl. Ghost girl from the chat room says her favorite is Frankenstein meets the werewolf. Oh yeah, good one. <laughs> Definitely classic. Oh, we had to put her in the drawing. You know what? My favorite. I, you know, come and think of it. I, I always liked when uh, what was that? Uh, the Three Stooges meet Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, that's oh, a good one. That's, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> sure, that's a fun one. That's that's the every every time anybody asks me what, what if I want to get my is my child into watching these films. Uh, you know, they're too young to watch scary stuff, so what should I start them off with? And I always say Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein is the good one to start with because it's funny. You know, the monsters actually play it fairly straight in the movie, but uh, but you have the fun antics of Abbott and Costello to keep the kids from getting too scared of, uh, of what's going on. And that's, uh, you know, that's also part of what the horror host uh, does is sort of, uh, traditionally anyway, uh, the you know, kids would watch the show, and the horror host would be sort of their pal who'd watch, be there watching the movie with them. So if the movie got too scary for them, there was always, a, you know, their their spooky friend, the horror host, sort of guiding them through the film and coming back and, you know, saying some funny things to to keep them keep them from, uh, you know, it was it's a mix of scary and funny. You know, it's that that's and that's exactly what Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein is too. It's a good good combination. Exactly. That's yeah. kind of what I like, scary and funny. Yeah, sure. Now, Penny, you. You do a lot of the um, the horror cons mm-hmm. um, throughout the United States. I mean, what are some of the big, what are the big ones, the big horror cons? Well, we just uh, did Rock and Shock uh, out in Worcester, Massachusetts. That's a, that's a, the big Massachusetts horror convention. Wait, wait, people actually go to Worcester. I know. Well, it's <laughs> that's what gets them to go there is the Rock and Shock convention. They they, uh, they come uh, out all come out to Worcester for the for that. And it's uh, this year they had uh, they had a big turnout for that. And uh, Rock and Shock is unique in that it's uh, part rock and roll show and part horror convention. So in the Palladium they have the the rock bands playing. And this year they had Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie playing. Oh, nice. sweet! Yeah, and then in the in the DCU Center right next door they have the convention going on with the guests and the vendors. And this year they had uh, George Romero there from Night of the Living Dead, and they had a, a bunch of they had a bunch of people from from some from not even from horror films. They had the guy who played Bill and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and they had uh, William Cat. 
from the greatest American hero was there, you know. So they had they had some some uh, great. Uh, it was a good, it was a good turnout. And then another one that we do every year is the Monster Bash convention out in Pittsburgh, and uh, that one is a classic horror convention. It's a sort of focus more on the on the old horror films, and uh, all the big fans of classic horror head out for to Pittsburgh for that one every year, and that's always a really great time, a lot of fun. If you like the old horror films, that's that's the place to go. Um, any anybody who likes that stuff, I think, will have a great time. They have screenings and contests and lots of fun guests. They had uh, the original uh, creature from the Black Lagoon was there. The, the, there actually were two guys who played that that character. The, one of them passed away, unfortunately, but the Rico Browning who is still alive, and he's he was there. A lot lot of great uh, great stuff happening there. And then we had the Horror Hound convention as well out in Indianapolis. And uh, that is also a big horror convention. And this year they had uh, a celebration for Vampira, who passed away uh, a couple of years ago. She was the very first television horror hostess. And a lot of uh, of horror hosts gathered there for that. Uh, I think they, I I can't remember the exact number, but it was, I I think, over 80 horror hosts gathered there. So that's a lot of ham to fit into one room. You know, it's really, we could barely all contain ourselves in there, but uh, but it was a really nice uh, nice ceremony that they had for Vampiro with all the horror hosts, and uh, it was a really good time. Uh, so those are some of the some of the big ones we go to. There are, there are a lot of other ones too. I mean, that we we obviously can't make it to all of them, but uh, oh, and Monster Fest, I'd be remiss to oh, somebody's calling in. That's the that's the telephone from the dead. Don't worry about that. Oh, oh the telephone from the dead. Oh, yeah, we always try to haunt it in my show, it's, it's, but you know what? Uh, it's, wrong it's, number. You know uh, what I'm saying? It's probably the bill collector from 1782. They're still after the money for that broom I bought. <laughs> Look, tell them I'm not here. All right. <laughs> Any, anyways, before we go too far in the show, I've got to get Anne's cemetery tripping in before she skins me alive. Oh please. So. Without any further ado, let's bring on Cemetery Trippin' Pot Deux. Welcome to Cemetery Trippin', where I feature cemeteries that I hope you will seek out and enjoy as much as I do. As an avid taffophile or lover of tombstones, I spend a lot of time in the local New England area in the beautiful and historic cemeteries that we have here. The stones here are like no others, and I have literally thousands of pictures of the intricate and symbolic carvings found on them. You can see my pictures on Facebook by doing a search for Cemetery Tripping. Tonight, I would like to take you to Old Burying Point in Salem, Massachusetts, the oldest cemetery in Salem, and the second oldest known cemetery in the country, started in 1637. What can I say about a cemetery that is situated in one of the most historically rich cities in the state? Given the tragic saga of the witch trials, which occurred here in the late 1600s, it is a place that resonates with spirits and sorrow. It is located on Charter Street next to the Witch Trials Memorial and contains many famous individuals such as Jonathan Corwin and John Hawthorne, who were judges in the Salem Witch Trials. Samuel Bradstreet, who was a governor of Massachusetts, and many more interesting historical figures. The traditional death's heads of most New England cemeteries are present here, but also some fantastic, morbid carvings typical of the Puritan era. The stone of Timothy Lindall from 1698 features a full-body skeleton and an angel with a scythe. There is a rare, heart-shaped three-panel carving for the three children of Thomas Mould, constable of Salem. The grave of Deliverance Parkman, a merchant, 
showing interesting carvings of double sole effigies, one in cherub style and one in skull style, and numerous graves featuring death's heads, carvings with crossbones above them. Perhaps the most unusual epitaph is that of Daniel Richardson, who was killed by a moving house. I visited this cemetery on a raw and rainy day in October, which seemed fitting. The winding path which leads to the cemetery often contained grave markers right in the middle of it, standing like lonely sentinels over the resting place of their deceased. I found one marker off in a corner of the cemetery all by itself, another under a bush covered with ivy and an entire family plot around a huge gnarly oak tree, almost as if someone knew the stones would be sheltered forever from the elements. However, this cemetery is surrounded by the city, and the sight of graffiti on a wall overlooking the centuries-old graves reminded me of this fact. Many of the victims of the witch trials were not given gravestones and were buried in unmarked graves near the site of their hanging. Abutting the cemetery is the Salem Witch Trials Memorial, which is a contemplative, peaceful site that contains 19 stone benches, each engraved with the name of the victim and how they died. On the day that I walked through this solemn memorial, each bench had a few colorful flowers scattered across it, with rain shining off the granite. It made me stop and think of how horribly these innocent people suffered. When you visit here, as you enter the memorial, stop and look down at the granite and brick work. Here you will see the actual selected transcripts from the trials of the victims with their professions of innocence. When you visit Salem, this is a site that should be high on your list of things to see. There is plenty of metered parking near the cemetery, and if you are there for the day, there's also a parking garage. Give yourself plenty of time to read the stones and visit the memorial, and be glad that you don't live in a village where the tales of a few teenage girls caused everyone to believe that the devil was real, close at hand, and acting in the real world, and little more than a sideways glance could seal your fate. Wow. <laughs> excellent. Thank you. Excellent. 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 I love that. <laughs> what is with the oh! words? The oh! Yeah. I don't know. Right? I get excited. The thing is, whoops, they go. Hey, come on. Leave me alone. Hey, you put it out there, you're going to get criticized. All right, whatever. Okay. Maybe my voice is changing. Yeah. <laughs> going through puberty again? Again. <laughs> so, hey, anyways, did you see that photograph that was taken in the, in the uh, Howard Street by uh, Leslie Martin? I did. During the witching spell cast that I did? I did. I admit, that was amazing. I've never seen anything like that before. Mm. Ever. It's causing quite a stir, you know. Oh, really? Oh, no? yes. Oh. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah, yes. Are we going to tell no. Penny what was in the picture? Because she's... she's yes, I'm curious. I don't know. I wonder what you're I thought you were about. Penny. <laughs> <laughs> curious as your sister. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go on in. Oh, I thought you were going to tell her. No, you, well, you, you speak so eloquently. Oh. <laughs> well, Ron was up in Salem. Was it last weekend? Last two weekends doing spectral evidence spectral as part evidence. of the Festival of the Dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, Leslie Marden, who was with him that evening, happened to snap a picture as he was, what were you doing? Doing a spell? Casting a spell. Casting a spell. Ooh, I like that. 
Yes, he was yeah. casting a spell and got a, um, a, a figure. We captured no gut. No more guts in the show. <laughs> he captured a figure, um, kind of, I don't know how to describe it, very, very lifelike, um, huh. kind of standing in the street. Where it was kind of larger than life. Right, sort of like me. That's right. Do you, like did you, is that picture available for viewing online? It is. I believe it is. it's on Leslie Madden's Facebook page. Uh, it was on mine if you go on the Ronald Kolick uh, Facebook page and uh, scroll way down, I guess, because it's a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you will probably find it since I never deleted anything. It's got to be <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> or I can, I can always uh, look it up and send it over to you, Penny. Oh, that'd be great. I, I'd like to see that, actually. I can do that, too. Yes. It was really, really I, interesting. I did my spell cast, and I had my cloth with my drops of blood, my cemetery dirt, and my uh, holy water, and the magic candle, and there you go. And it was... See, that's the way to do it, definitely. Quite, quite interesting. Interesting. You're the crap really? out of a bunch of people, so whatever. <laughs> So do you have any idea what this figure might be? Do you have any theories on what it what it might be? I think it might be Bill Clinton, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it going was he going through a McDonald's drive through? I think that <laughs> might have been it, yeah. <laughs> it might be Bill Clinton. I think he was looking for a blue dress, I'm not sure. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> that's bad. That's really bad. Yeah, I know. Oh. Now, now let's get now let's talk about Penny some more because we're we're starting we to dwindle with time. Pe- Penny, um, do you have a website for our folks? Oh, I great, do. great, great thing, in. I do. Hey. It, it's uh, it's uh, shillingshockers.com. Do you want to spell it? S-H-I-L-L-I-N-G-S-H-O-C-K-E-R-S.com. So if you just look up uh, Penny Dreadful Horror Host on Google or just, just type in shillingshockers.com, It'll take you right to the website, and it'll have our TV uh, schedule on there and uh, some upcoming events we have and a uh, link to uh, uh, some info about our upcoming Halloween special that we did Ooh. with Dr. Gangrene out in Nashville <laughs> and uh, lots of lots of fun stuff happening for the Halloween season. So, uh, and yeah, people can actually meet you in person? Uh, well, I don't know why they'd want to. You know, that it might be, might be, a, might be a scary situation, but, yes, they can. Uh, actually, this... Thursday at, uh, no, Friday, rather, at uh, Gallery X in New Bedford. We're hosting the Spooktacular, and uh, there are going to be some bands playing. Uh, the Vienna Gram is playing. We have puppetry by the Ergot players. They're going to be doing some creepy puppetry for, for the Halloween season. And we have a band called the Human Orchids playing. Uh, lots of lots of fun stuff going on. That's on Willi- William Street in New Bedford at Gallery X, and I'll be hosting and having some contests, giving out prizes, assorted games of chance. Ooh. Perhaps if they will win, they will win something. If they lose, who knows what they will lose? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Their heads. <laughs> well, it'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. Uh, I'm a little worried about that one. And come in costume. <laughs> that, that's even more because we'll have a costume contest, too, of course. Oh, I have to ask you this because um, this Halloween we're doing an event at the Inn Magnolia in... Um, Boston, Massachusetts, and we are going to be taping the Rocky Horror Picture Show Time Warp Dance. Oh, fun. Fun, fun, fun. So I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm a big fan of that. I used to go, years ago, I used to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and uh, I, I... 
even hosted it once years ago, and I was even in it once, but we won't talk about that. Oh. <laughs> many, <laughs> many moons ago, uh, I was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but it was, uh, it, they, uh, they do it uh, every year over at UMass Dartmouth, and I guess I was involved with it uh, back in, uh, I'd say, uh, nine, 1994, round about uh, then, and uh, I've been a big fan of, the, of that ever since, the whole experience with the movie and the audience uh, responding to it and throwing Toasts and the rice and toilet all paper. that. The toilet paper, sure. Oh, you got to love the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. Tim Curry, I love Tim Curry. I'm a, such a big Tim Curry fan. I, I, you know, how how can you not love Tim Curry? He's fantastic. So yeah, big fan of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. We, how, about you, how about you, Ron? Oh, absolutely. But you know what? I think we've run out of time. We've got to uh, play our silly little ghost on the stair thing. So Penny, you want to stick around to the end, or whatever you guys want. All right, stick on and we'll play Ghost on the Stairs. Ooh, marvelous.
Dean Farnell. A ghost on the Stairs. I had him on uh, last night's show, on the international show, and uh, that's a good way to end this Halloween special with Dreadful, Penny Dreadful, and in the Witch Kerrigan. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I think I think Anne would have to teach Anne some uh, some spells to. I think so. I'm I'm thinking up quite a few right now. Marvelous. Yeah. We, we can make it happen, Anne. We can make it happen. Nice try. Up, Penny. <laughs> so once hey. again, your website is what, Penny? Penny. It's shillingshockers.com. Shillingshockers. Shilling, you can, you can find dreadful. me on the, on the Facebook, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, you were one of the first people to friend me on, what's that other one? MySpace. MySpace, yes. Right. Yes, that's where I met Penny. That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Talk, talk about the dead. Yeah, my yeah, my my space. There is there's some tumbleweeds flying yeah. going through my space <laughs> yeah. right now. Not too much happening there. Oh, oh well, that's too music. bad. So, anything you would like to add, Penny? Before we give you the old. I just want everyone to have a happy Halloween. <laughs> thank ah. you, Penny, and thank you so much for coming on the show with us. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks it's been a pleasure. Having. Thanks for having me. You two have a have a great night. You, you too, and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye bye. Bye bye. Time to say good night and God bless to everyone, isn't it? From ghoulies it to ghosties, lonely beasties, and things that go bumpy in the night, deliver us. Good night.